With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Olympic Games, silver medalist in the high jump. We're starting the standing O, but as we do, let's roll in a special track that we've got for Nicola McDermott. Where do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> too, too much time for Friday night. Oh, really? Uh, the other track I would have liked to have rolled in for Nicola McDermott was Stairway to Heaven. Mm. Uh, Nicola, good morning. So nice to have you on our show. Morning, Steve. Morning, Beat. Morning, everyone that's there. That sounds um, like the track for the Saturday. Yeah, you know what we wanted to do? We actually wanted to set up the high jump mats. We wanted to welcome you back to the Central mm. Coast. Uh, congratulations. I know you've been home for a while now and you spent some time on the Wit Sundays, but you're back into training every Saturday morning with your coach, Matt Horsnell. Tell us more. Yes, yeah, so back training every day apart from Sunday. Um, so I just finished my session at Spoon Bay and that was, that was a tough one today. So um, I don't think I'd be jumping over anything after that. <laughs> Nicola, talk us through... Your experience over in Tokyo. Tokyo, yes. <laughs> uh, sorry, can, can we just tell Nicola what's happened here? <laughs> no, no, uh, it's good. B- Butte, it's his birthday, and I think he came direct from the Crown Plaza to BJ House after a wild uh, night of celebrations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was almost like I was celebrating a silver medal or something. <laughs> Nicola, just talk us through that experience in, in Tokyo. Like, you know what? It's amazing to be able to sit at home and watch what you were able to do and I think you captivated so many people um, that did or didn't have an interest in high jump but what you were able to provide on that night was just absolutely phenomenal and you know just talk us through that whole experience yeah I think um, Tokyo was very different as far as as an athlete in the village because um, it was COVID so we didn't have the big parades going through the village or you're meeting up with people and you're making those memories in the village. So I knew in myself, I said, well, if I'm going to make this like for the memories and I want to have fun at the Olympics, it has to be in the stadium when I'm competing. Like That's why I'm here. Mm. Um, and so I was, I was basically in my room for two weeks. It doesn't sound the, the most social, but I was just, you know, just, sitting there and just dreaming of okay so you know if I get the gold medal how do I want to win the Olympics like how would I want to do it and uh, I could spend two weeks of really preparing myself because I knew I'd done all the training I knew that you can't undo 16 years of training so by the time I'd actually gotten to the competition I was just in my element I thought this is where I want to be I'm no one prepared. I couldn't do anything more than what I've done. Let's just go out there and have fun. And um, that's what I did. Hi, Nicola. It's Jessie with the fellas this morning. I mean, for me, touching on what Butch just spoke about, you became an, uh, I became your instant fangirl watching that final over in Tokyo. And I was up, uh, you know, on my couch standing. I don't think I've been so enthusiastic about a sport and something that I don't do, you know, personally in my life 
either but I had goosebumps I had tears I was just absolutely <laughs> emotionally involved in your yeah. performance and I feel like have since you've returned have you seen um, the difference uh, and maybe some of the uptake for people becoming um, bigger fans of yours and bigger fans of the sport yeah well I think it's just I mean that was my heart is I didn't want to just do it for myself and I wanted to inspire other people in, in the process of it and after I think online it sort of it blew up I didn't realize just how popular high jump was but then in returning home it's been amazing just to hear the people behind the messages. Um, so I've had people come up to me, just even in the street at the post office, like, you know, they, they say, I watched your jumping and it inspired me. And then this is what I've done after watching you do the jump. And I thought, wow, like if this is what is possible with an Olympic platform, then um, it's given me even more motivation to keep jumping because it's, it's actually impacting people, which is amazing. Hey, Jess, have you got goosebumps now? Oh, I do, yeah. I you, think you, she's an incredible... You know what, the thing about sport. it is, and I'll say this, Nicola, I don't think it was necessarily about what you do. I think it's about, you know, whether it was high jump, whether it was long jump, it, it was irrelevant what you were doing. I think it's the way you went about it. And, and I hear that now in, you know, the way you're speaking to us. It is so, so refreshing. It's so, you know, the fact that you talked about what you did the two weeks leading up to and how you were thinking about what can you do to make this experience as good as it possibly could have been. And it just shows, for me, you know, that's your, that is your greatest legacy, not so much about mm. what you're doing out on the track, just that inspiration that you provide and, and what you give people to that. You know, I was there at home clapping. Yeah. You know, when, yes. when she was clapping, I was yelling out, oh, yeah. come on, yes, every yeah. time you did it, because <laughs> I just wanted to be a part of it. Like, I was along for the ride. Yeah, it was mm. it was amazing. Can you talk to us? I know that there's been uh, massive feedback worldwide about the notebook. Mm. Uh, we we want to ask about that, of course. I want to talk about Zurich, because Nicola cleared 205, and a breath of wind blew the bar off. Yep. Now, that is four centimetres off the world record but uh let's start because so many people uh, and don't forget too it was prime time on a saturday that's right nick so so many people were exposed to the sport for the first time yeah well it's it's just crazy because okay so the olympics the it was it was perfect it was saturday night it was locked down so people that have no idea about higher jump were just stuck at home so they thought well we may as well watch this metal hope we'll see what she does and then all of a sudden it's gotten infatuated with high jump but then my season didn't stop after the olympics um that's one thing i'm struggling with now because everyone brings me back to tokyo i said tokyo was just one competition i did five extra after in europe um and there was there was better performances i would say even personally for me so it's you know i'm like no we've actually you need to keep on the journey. Like, we're still going. Um, and then in Zurich, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I was, I was quite tired. I wasn't peaking. I was peaking at the Olympics. So what happens for our program is, you know, you, you plan everything very, very particular to make sure I'm in peak form at the Olympics. And then we're just sort of holding on for dear life for the other competitions and just see what happens because we can't keep on training. We sort of have to modify it. 
and then um, I cleared 201, make no misses, and then attempt 205, and it just falls off, and it's, it just blew my mind, and so it's, it's cool to have other people on the journey now, and they got to experience that because they were interested in the Olympics. Nicola, do you have a few more moments this morning? We fully understand if you've got to move on and go to your next training session, but uh, I can see these guys want to pepper you with mm. more questions. Uh, what's it going to be, yes or no? Yeah, Nick, what uh, what did your little off-season look like if you've had one since um, your European leg? How's it been being back? I think Steve alluded to you being in the Wits Sundays and having had a chance to just wind down from pretty crazy season for yourself. Yeah, so I um, I competed and then I was able to get a flight quite um, within the week after I finished competing and uh, was in quarantine for two weeks. And after the quarantine for two weeks um, in Brisbane, I could spend a week with my best friend in, in Queensland. And um, I was still started back training that week, um, so not really an off-season as such, but we could spend a few days um, in Hamilton Island, which was just amazing. And, uh, and then after that, we're straight back into training on the coast that day. Hey, Nicola, uh, I really want to talk about two of your key rivals. Now, I just want to show off and say their names on the air. So Maria Lasitskina mm. and Yaroslava Mahuchik. Uh, so mm. yourself and those two young ladies, and then if we throw in the other Aussie, Eleanor Patterson, who came fifth in the Olympic Games and mm. led the competition for quite a while. I mean, between all of you guys, you're really going to push in the next couple of years close to that world record mark, which has stood since the 1980s, I believe, 209. Yeah, well, I think that's the best thing. Like, when it comes to sport, if if one person's doing well, we all get lifted to to not settle. Like, um, and I think my two my two main competitors, Yaroslava and Maria, they're just phenomenal athletes, and to be jumping with them and attempting those heights that are so close to the world record. Um, I think that's going to be our norm soon. And if our normal is like that, then we'll be raising the bar. And I really do believe that 210 will will be coming in higher um, just because we're we're consistent in jumping over two metres. And I think as well, Eleanor, she's been so close this season and there'll be a lot of girls over two metres, I can imagine, in the next few years. What I love about, you know, this is a group of young girls that are taking you know high jump to to a whole different level now and i'm loving that aspect nicola what i did find is that i know keep those tools away from me what i do love is uh, and i remember you talking at our danica clark uh, one of our functions about how as such a young athlete you didn't want to um compare yourself to the world's best because you were so far away from it now you are one of those world's best. Like, how do how do you put yourself in this situation now where you just keep striving and striving to go higher and higher? What's the key for you now? Yeah, I think um, the best thing if you if you really watch the three of us that are at the very top, uh, we are completely different in our approach to high jump. We train different. We actually jump different. We look different. We have um, you know we act different. And so I have to be quite original and in who I am and authentic. And um, I know the weaknesses that I need to work on as in my strengths. And 
and I just I think just continue on the mindset that I'm doing I'm not comparing me to the other athletes I'm just doing what I need to do and if it looks different that's okay as long as we get over that bar it doesn't really matter can I ask a two-pronged question we, we can't tell your story without mentioning Matt Horsnell uh, what mm. a phenomenal coach what just a gentleman of the sport mm. like I love Matt Horsnell but also since you've been back, have you had a lot of speaking engagements? Particularly, I, I think I've seen on social media that you've held some uh, sermons. Like, is that a pathway that you see yourself going down? And also, since you've been back, have you actually completed your degree? I think I saw something last <laughs> night. I mean, congratulations. That is amazing. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, well, it's just been a bit of a whirlwind when I came back in quarantine. I was studying for my final exam and... I hadn't studied since May. I just I just left that on the on the you know on my emails and went oh I'll study for that when I come back. So I wasn't too sure if I was going to pass that one, but I did. So biochemistry degree done. Thank you. Um, but uh, and then when I was back as well, a lot of churches when I was was at the Olympics, I, I did mention my faith quite publicly, and they were quite inspired by that. So I had the opportunity to speak at. A few churches while in Queensland and um, in New South Wales as well now being back and I think that's a real joy that I have because I can share my experience with God in sports which is um, I think really interesting for people to hear because they don't think it can they don't think the two mix together well but in fact it does because faith is you, you just bring it into your workplace and field of play. It's not separate. So that's just been a real, um, yeah, that's been a joy of mine. And I think I'll keep doing it definitely in the future as well. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, well, you, uh, you're speechless I am, for the I, first time this morning. Possibly. possibly. You know what, Nicola, you are amazing, absolutely amazing. And, you know, you everything that you stand for and everything that you do as an individual again goes far beyond what you do on the track yeah you know my kids they actually go dad nicola's like your second daughter like they actually mm. they said that i, I mentioned nicola so often about mm. her character uh let's forget about her as an athlete but as a fancy doing a biochemistry degree Correct. while you're traveling the world trying to compete in the diamond league and also the olympics uh nicola we rise as one we do rise. at bj house <laughs> For an Olympic silver medalist, big year in 2022 with the Commonwealth Games and also the World Championships. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence on this Saturday morning. Oh, thank you so much for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. Yeah, we'll catch up soon. Nicola mm. McDermott. We're off to a... Uh, I'm serious about that high jump competition. Yeah, bring it on, mate. And, bring it on. And one more time. Can you give us the Nicola McDermott Tokyo <sighs> preparation? Start the clap. Look to the heavens. Jess Grimwood doing this too. All right. Hit me with a come on. Come on! <laughs> All right. <laughs> is, was that a bit of Leighton Hewitt? I think yeah, that was a, that was a Nicola Hewitt or a yes. Leighton McDermott. I think, and we just blew the speakers back at HQ. Yeah. 